Hello everyone, welcome to the Mike Armstrong podcast show and uh, this morning we're joined by David L. Davis who's a, a business coach and uh, also uh, a big networker like myself and also uh, a partner in the uh, Health Herb Academy as well so we'll probably talk a, a little bit about all of those things uh, this morning David. Uh, how are you doing today, you okay? I'm really good, weather's fantastic, it's not too warm yet but it's good. And I've yeah. just been to the doctors for my annual checkup and everything's fine. Oh, there we are then. That's always good. That's always good news to hear. So, um, yeah, brilliant. So, so I mentioned already that you're a business uh, coach, business advisor, that sort of thing. Yep. Um, before I go into a bit more detail about that, though, the first place I usually like to start with people is um, about lockdown, you know, how, how it's been for them. And yep. also if there's been any particular pivoting that you've done during that time. So, uh, so how's it been for you? Lockdown's been tough from a from a, an earnings point of view. Um, luckily, I have got some consultancy work which has carried on until first of July, um, which which helped kept me through. Um, that was a, an engineering consultancy because as well as doing all the coaching stuff, I actually am um, a consultant engineer. Uh, and we'll get into that later. But um, yeah, it's been tough. And what I've been doing though is using that time to really understand how to leverage LinkedIn and how to build my um, awareness or people's awareness of me and people's and my credibility for them on LinkedIn by posting very regularly. I think I started off at three times a week and now I'm up to five times a week. And very, this, I, um, you know, Mike, we can have a chat about this later or expand on this, but I firmly believe there, is a, an, there are options in for people to build relationships on LinkedIn that can lead to work. It depends on the business sector you're in as to how easy or how difficult that might be. But I think everybody has, a, the, has an opportunity to build connections in LinkedIn, which can lead to work using all the, the stuff that LinkedIn has. But one of the keys to doing all that is actually, as I say, posting regularly, posting stuff that people read. They don't read it. If they don't if they don't click see more button. You don't get a view. Um, they're not going to comment. You're not going to get the likes. And then your post LinkedIn algorithms won't kick in, and you won't get your post circulated uh, widely enough. So there's a lot of um, interesting things around LinkedIn. And I don't know if, if if you've done it, but there is a thing called the SSI, which is the Social Selling Index. And a lot of people have a social index selling index less than 25. If you can get up into the 70s, you're doing really well. And, and it shows just how well you are using LinkedIn and how, you, how well you're connecting with people on LinkedIn. I think, I think I'm at 85, I think. I'm not 100% sure. I'm sure I see if you're something 80, about if you're, 80, if you're 85, that's really good. Um, I'm about 78 at the moment. Yeah. I haven't checked. I haven't checked today, and I know. And I know one of the things I've got to do to get my score up a bit higher is to put some articles in there. So my my um, my objective this week will be to to write at least one article and post it on LinkedIn because that will boost my SSI over the 80s. I would guess. Yeah, I think um, I think I've been um, part of a LinkedIn pod which we have now uh, set up and uh, joined together as well as part of Interbiz. But I've been part of a LinkedIn uh, pod for about six weeks, I think. And I've been posting pretty much every day. Sometimes I'm posting twice a day and sometimes more than, than twice a day. 
but quite a lot of my posts in the last six weeks have gone to 500 views uh, plus, which I think keeps adding on to that uh, score. You know, the, the more viral posts you get the, and the more regular you post, I think, like you say, at least once a day is a good thing on LinkedIn. Doing one, one a day is good because you're just keeping regular and consistent. Yeah. Um, but I think actually LinkedIn, you can do two or three as well uh, quite easily because, um, you know, you could do one more in one middle of the day and one in the evening and that's still not, you know, that heavy. Like, you know, I think that's still quite nicely spread. But it all depends what you've got to talk about and, and, and whatever, what, what's going on in the business. Because I'm a marketing company and I do stuff for other people as well. I've always got lots of stuff I can find content about. Yeah. Whereas when if I was just marketing for myself or only my business, sometimes you, you, you can hit a wall, can't hit a ceiling or writer's block or whatever. You run out of things to say. There are, there are, there are tools out there, websites out there, where they'll, they'll give you ideas of what sort of plan to have. And, and I think, most, again, I think the consensus is you should have a, a, you should have a, a posting or a, a, a social selling strategy plan, which tells you what you're doing which day pretty much so you know yeah. um, I, I, I'll tell you that one of the guys I follow is a guy called John Espirian and every Friday he has a shout out to somebody in his network and he basically yeah. that's all it is yeah. and another day he might do a book review so well, there's always, um, always things have, you can do yeah I, I don't think I've done a book review and a shout out as two of my content marketing uh, uh, ideas but I did a post recently well, probably about three weeks ago now with 80 different ideas of things that you can post about in your business to business business. Yeah. yeah. So 80 different things. And, uh, and so, you know, if, if you do one of those 80 things for 80 days, you can go back around and start them all again. So, so literally you can never run out of post ideas, but lots of people say to me, or oh, I don't post regularly because I, I don't know what to post about, but they just need yeah. help with the prompting of, of what to post about. And without mentioning any names, you'll know from the post pod at the moment that some people get very repetitive on what they're posting <laughs> yes well that's the thing yeah so some people can't can't be they're not very creative thinking or they're busy or no. they're not putting enough time into it so but if you actually and i don't think they realize i don't think they realize what the post is supposed to be doing as well the yeah. post is about building relationships because i mean you mentioned what you did about um, doing more than one post a day the other the other way to build relationships on linkedin of course is to respond to other people's posts yeah. in a meaningful way so do you actually build a build a connection with them? Now within our pod, that doesn't really matter because we know everybody anyway. But yeah. if somebody else, uh, if you're look, posting on somebody else's post, if you're commenting on somebody else's post, if you make that interesting comment, I did one yesterday for a guy called Andy Foot. He was he, the com the post was about um, should a LinkedIn coach be in the premium in LinkedIn Premium to coach properly. And I basically said, well, how can a coach give really good advice to somebody about whether they should be in or not in the premium packages if they're not in them themselves to, to understand what, what you can do? Yeah. And Andy came back with a really good, yeah, really agree, David. I, I totally agree. I think that uh, being a, if you're going to be a, if you're going to be a good advisor for LinkedIn, you need to know about the premium packages so you can advise people. And if that means you charge a bit more to people, then that's what you charge a bit more. So, you know, it it's, that's a sort of that's a sort of interaction, one that LinkedIn likes and gets you a higher score, and two, drives up your relationship building on LinkedIn. 
Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, just... still, I'm still strategizing at the moment, but I think it works. You know, adding a comment on your own comment counts towards one of the 10. That's what I, I, I think it does. It's, there's no, there's no, there's no harm in doing that. I don't. I think if you start liking your own comments and liking your own posts, people will pull you up about it. I've seen that well, done before now. Well, I do. Really I do just it. like I your do. own posts. Like question it. mark. Question mark. Question mark. I, I like it, but that's just because I think it, it, I think it has a, a difference to the algorithm. But I'm still I'm still assessing that at the moment. But yeah, I'm lucky could... as well that I've got um I've got <laughs> I've got three LinkedIn accounts. Yeah. Um, so if I only get to nine, nine's a very uh, uh, worrying place. You know, if you only get to nine, it's really yes. frustrating. So I, I'm, frustrating. I'm able to log into other accounts and, uh, and just tip myself over into the 10. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, know. I know you do that. I don't hide the fact. It's just, it's just being clever. Uh, like, you know, I have three no. accounts for different purposes. I think, I think uh, but yeah, the... the there are people I'm connected with at the moment who are really, I really, I'm really pleased to be connected with. If I start liking my own posts, yeah. there'll be some comments coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like everyone's posts because I'm, I'm just all about engagement and up in the engagement. So for me, oh, I agree I, that I like the comments and I like everyone else's comments and the responses to the comment because I will never not like uh, a post. Just certainly in our in our in our pod pod group, um, and um yeah yeah it, it's good i think linkedin is a great place to be uh, to build your credibility and, and people's awareness of you and your brand and what you're doing yeah i think uh, i think at the moment as well it's much easier to just hit that like button which a lot of people do but actually it's trying to get them to do the comments because that is what really makes a big impact to the uh, algorithm so i think there's a bit of coaching a bit of education needs to happen there so it, it also builds linkedin's awareness of you the person if you're starting commenting if you're, if you're only hitting like all the time or not even hitting like and just reading the post and not doing anything linkedin don't even know you're there really i mean it, to really build your presence on linkedin you need to be commenting yeah and then and, and, and like you said i comment on lots of people's content i follow a lot of thought leaders and people in similar industries and stuff like for example elena cardone you know i like elena and i like her content grant cardone you know people like that and um, and, and actually the comments where, where people have commented on people who were you know similar like uh, elaine cardone grant cardone preach a lot of the same stuff i preach they believe in the same things i do which is why they really resonate with me because we talk the same language if you like and so i know the people who are commenting on her posts are one people who like engagement and are likely to engage with you but also two are going to be people who are, have similar synergy to you if they like them they're going to like me so actually i i go into the comment section and i connect with new people in that connect yeah. in that sector because i know they're the right sort of people for me yeah, yeah? and so yeah. that's why commenting on other people's posts can mean that other people in those comment sections will seek you out as somebody yes. to connect with so i get lots of fantastic people at the moment connecting with me because yeah. they can see i'm a good contact because i i engage and i and i have conversation etc that's right and, and, and so that's the good key thing so what you mentioned is really that, that, that's really a, what you bang on what you said is bang on mike it's, it's actually that's what how to build relationships on linkedin yeah. it's actually getting the conversations with people about posts and and, and obviously you know the, the more the more real the more um um i can't that word is if you if you're really engaging with people in the in your comments then you'll get really engaging comments back and then they'll they might even ask you to they might invite you to join them and they are, yeah. you know, to, to connect 
So that's yeah. that's yeah, that's it's, it's a great way of seeking out uh, your tribe, if you like. You're like-minded people, isn't yeah. it? You know, um, you know, you, you'll attract each other, and, and, and it definitely works. I, I'm actually getting quite a lot of podcast guests and YouTube guests from that because they're, they're the sort of people who, if they comment in, then they got a voice, and if you, if you just yeah. like and you don't comment, you haven't got a voice. So the people without a voice don't want to go on a podcast or a YouTuber. If you're actually commenting, it means you found your voice and you've got something to say. And so yeah. they're the people who make great podcast guests and, and great YouTube guests. The other, the other thing I've found and I'm going to start doing on LinkedIn is doing video podcasts. There is a really good lady called Sina Linden from Denmark, I think. Might be Sweden. Apologize, Sina, if that's wrong. Uh, but um, she does video podcasts and they're brilliant. Yeah. And I think she, the first one she did was about three three weeks ago, and since then she's got better. And they're 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 excellent, and they're all again they're all providing value to the listener. They're not just, I mean, a typical a face, a typical Facebook post might be this is why I have for breakfast today. Yeah. <laughs> On LinkedIn, it's more about you know, this. The storytelling is really important. This is why important storytelling and how to build significant words into your stories, which link back to your, your content DNA, and it's things like that. Um, you know that that one that I'm learning about, and two are really important in if you if you're working on LinkedIn. Yeah. Anyway, can we talk about coaching for a bit? <laughs> yes. Yes. Why not? Yes. Why not? So I was just going to say. So what? 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 What's, t- tell us a little bit about your background and what led you into the coaching, because I know quite a bit of it, but obviously for yeah. the, the audience. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm doing. I'm redoing my website at the moment because I did some work with a guy called Nick Kemp. Who I, I know for a while now. He's he he um, he teaches provocative change works, uh, and uh, it's Nick Kemp. I think it's nickkemp.com, and he he's been helping me through deciding what I'm going to do, which is what I was talking about, David L. Davis brand, as yeah. opposed to he's Kenning coach and mentor. You know, the, because I'm really trying to sell myself, uh, I'm focusing on David L. Davis as the brand rather than anything else. Yeah. still have my company uh and but one of the other things i've been doing is going back into my past and looking at what i've done and how i've you know what am i what my skill set is that people don't know about which i can then leverage to uh, get into a, a target market that other people can't get into so what i over the past uh, 30 years i'd come but let's say 30 years it didn't really matter I have developed a number of different products and processes and changed a number of different organizations. And some of them have been fantastically successful. Some have not been. Um, one or two were failures, not because of my fault, not because of me, because of the marketing involved. Uh, when I was a very junior food technologist, I actually developed an instant rice pudding. And the marketing agency came into the, mark- the, the marketing people I was talking to, and they said, well, Mr. Marketer, why do you want an instant canned rice pudding? What's more instant than canned rice pudding? And they, they couldn't answer it, so we stopped the project. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> instant meaning you pour on boiling water, stir it, and it comes up as a, as a, a rice pudding. But the technology was, was amazing. Um, and I got a patent for it, but that's okay. That's way back in history. But you know, then since then, I've done things like, you know, when you buy yogurts, if you buy split pot yogurts, Muller or everybody else, they have that, that sleeve around them to, to keep them in a, in a multi-pack. Well, I was the first person to do that. Okay. I was working for ski yogurts, and we had a, a ski, um, a ski, uh, what do you call it, um, 
corner pot with where you have the the fruit in one side and fruit the pot, yeah, yogurt, fruit yogurt, the, like a fruit yogurt. Yeah, but they're they're the flip pots, split pot, split pots is the word. Yeah, yeah. the split pots. And Ski developed a split pot, and we were having a chat. And I said, well, why don't we make a multi pack? Well, how are we going to do that? I said, what Kit Kat do is they put them inside this sleeve. Let's try for yogurts, and that's what we did. And we were the first person. I was the first person to actually put yogurts in a sleeve like that. Yeah. Um, what else? The, there's things like uh, we brought a, a building board because I went from food industry into plasterboard, which I know is crazy, but it it, 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 it did work. <laughs> Processes are pretty much the same. If you're making biscuits, you stick them down in an oven to bake them and dry them. If you're making plasterboard, you stick it down in an oven to dry it out. Same process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not quite, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. The processes are very similar. Mixing, uh, forming, drying, packing. Um, it it's biscuits or, or plasterboard. And we were making a building board to sell in Germany. And we were, it was developed in Canada, but it, it didn't meet the German fire test requirements. So basically, I developed a way I've developed a, a, a board that met the, the, the German requirements. And the, the best acknowledgement I got was when we launched it, apparently the competition were absolutely flabbergasted that we'd got from idea to launch so quickly through all the testing and everything else. They couldn't believe that we'd actually got the tests and the, the accreditation for the board so quickly. But uh, yeah, that's, that's another one. And then... Most recently, oh, there's one I'm doing recently, I'm still working on really, which is about cell cultures. We, I worked with a company who wanted to develop a product that would be an alternative to animal testing for testing human cells, human cell cultures, testing drugs and, um, or compounds, chemical compounds. You know, you can do toxicology tests on live human cells rather than using animals. So we developed a, they had an idea for what it should look like, and I developed the product to make it commercial. So I took a, their idea and made it a commercial product. Um, a cell culture system is where you pump the medium that the cells used to grow across the cells on a regular basis, on a continuous basis. And then you can introduce drugs and compounds to see what, the, what effect they have on the cells. So I have this, I have this creative organizational and product and process capability which i want to build into my into my brand and what i can do for companies so my i didn't, my I target... didn't really know so much about that but obviously i guess when you go networking you're more um business coach general because this general businesses but you're really it sounds to me like your real value similar to me really it, my value is in the credit industry because i was there for 10 years and was part of a fast growth tech startup business in that sector it sounds to me like your real value is actually in, in that manufacturing, invention, processing sector. But obviously, yeah. you don't meet so many of them networking. So you, you have do to adapt meet hardly any of them networking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so you have to adapt yourself for networking, as, as I do, and be a generalist. But actually, yeah. when you're doing stuff on LinkedIn, and you're doing stuff online, and you're doing stuff global, yeah, because yeah. ultimately, there won't be so many of those businesses in Wales and in the UK for you to be able to um, work with lots of them. There won't be as many, there'll be a few, but obviously globally, there would be a lot more. Well, actually, you know, there are, there are a lot of them, but they don't network. No, no, it's hard. They don't even have LinkedIn accounts. Some of them don't even have LinkedIn accounts. You know, if yeah. you, I, uh, yeah, they don't. I mean, there are, um, I mean, they wouldn't include the micro businesses, but um, 
you know, there are there are something like two thousand businesses which employ less than fifty people yeah. who are in that sort of sector, and it's in the in the UK. So they're definitely there, and it's a question of finding them. But then that's that's what target marketing is all about, yeah. um, um, which is what I, what I teach, and that and one of the reasons I'm doing all this is because I teach, you know. You must have a target market. You must differentiate yourself. You must have a clear, a clear offering to the customer. You must make that offering sort of irresistible. You have, you know, your call to actions. You have your social proof. Um, you have a really good heading for any any advertising, any marketing piece you're doing. And I've missed something. Um, it'll come to me in a minute, but it didn't matter anyway. But there's one other call bit. Call to I, actions. I, I've got calls to action in there. It was something yeah. about something else in there but it doesn't matter um those are the important ones uh and then and you do have to do them all though there's no point just doing one or two of them you know and they're all linked to a certain extent so if you have a target market we we're just discussing if you know what your differentiation is that helps you find your target market yeah so that you know that that's that's and they're linked and then you can then you create an offering which is linked to your differentiation and your target market so trying to do one without any of the others is is doesn't really work. Um, That's what I find a bit a bit annoying with the LinkedIn posts is you can't make them uh, have a header or bold or anything. No, no. And I've been I I started putting headers in. I'm what I do now is is try and make sure the first two or three lines, which is above the above the header, you know, the, before above the see more, is going to drag somebody's grab somebody's attention so they they click to see more. So the last thing you should do. And I've done it a few times myself. Is put a header and a space. Yeah. <laughs> you missed, missed a line to you try and grab their attention of, of information to grab them. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so, so so you've you've covered actually in in explaining what you're doing for your business, you've actually covered quite a lot of what you can do for other people, helping them with with a lot of that. You know, implementation of of, of better marketing, target marketing, yeah. and all of that sort of thing. Is there anything more you want to add on that on that and how you help people? Um, let's. I mean, we were talking about how to help people. I mean, one of, one of the good things that I find, one of the reasons I'm, a, I'm working with the Health Hub Academy is that um, I do have a lot of background in food and nutrition um, and fitness. And I've always been really keen on understanding the different diets, you know, keep me caught up, the Atkins diet, the Montagnac diet, the ketogenic diet, one, there used to be one called the library diet, which is basically a ketogenic diet. Um, you know, the low carb diet, the high fat diet. Um, I, to be honest, I've, I have counted calories at one stage, but I found that was so dis, disheartening because you thought you'd only had 1200 calories every day all week and you haven't lost any weight. And that's because your body adapts. I mean, for me, Calorie counting has never been the way, way for me to lose weight. And the, so to me, it's always about diet. exercise. You've got to sweat. That's the only way to get rid of fat is to make it cry. <laughs> That's a good comment. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Um, certainly. Uh, the other thing, of course, it, it, it's different for different people. And uh, I went on a fasting diet, the, the fast diet, which is the 5-2 fasting diet. And that worked for a while. And then stop working because my metabolism changed to cope with the fact that I'm only eating three days a week, no, five days a week instead of seven, and things like this. So, yeah, it's um, or the four three that I can't remember what it was. There's different ones, but I can use all that and talk to Sue about it and everything else, and, and we can 
bring that into the, yeah, the you have common the, common ground and common knowledge which means that is an easier and then i can give them business advice case. and the idea is i give i give the business advice we just talked about you know yeah. what is your target market you know if you're um should you be targeting women over 55 there's a there is a lady in there who, who basically tries to talks to women over 55 because that's what that's what she is and, and she thinks that uh, there's a market for that and she's probably right but it's better than trying to sell to everybody and other people are doing um uh, there's another lady who does aesthetic aesthetic um skin changes uh, aesthetic uh, cosmic cosmetic surgery type things although it's not surgery it's it's less aggressive than surgery but again it so it's all sorts of all sorts of people in the, in the health hub academy, which I can work with on a small basis. But again, the important thing there is I'll probably do it one to many because they are micro businesses, and I'll what I'm going to do is produce videos where they can learn stuff that's really helpful to them, and um, without it costing them a lot of money. Yeah, they won't have the money. So it, that's another it's another target market for me. We talked about the other target markets, the manufacturing one, but there is a there is a a, a smaller micro business target market where I can do one to many type uh, selling programs. Yeah, have you have you um, thought about yet? I don't know if you have or not, but I, I, it keeps it's blaringly obvious to me that the Health Hub Academy and the Your Holistic Academy should partner up. The, 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 the holistic academy that is that the one from Dublin yeah. run by um, John John yeah John Donnelly is it yeah yeah because no, we've because talked they're, about they're, it. they're doing similar things in a different way to different audiences so they yeah. can basically both double up by by putting we've their information about it. in different places John and I've had a quick had a quick chat about it I need to introduce Sue because um, yeah, again the health saying. academy. The health academy is Sue's, you know, it, yeah. it, we can't do anything without Sue's agreement, which is fine. That, that isn't a problem in any way, shape or form. Um, but yeah, I need to get John and Sue to partner up and have a chat. Because yeah, I've I, I, been meaning to get Sue on, uh, Sue on my podcast and I was going to suggest it to her. Um, but, you know, ultimately, John and, and the Holistic Academy is offering... Um, collaboration and video content and stuff and Sue's is more there's video on their pictures and that but it's more text content and, and, and advice and stuff so yeah. Sue can double up her reach if you like by putting her content into the Yoralistic Academy and, and, and maybe you know white labeling it or something you know so that, so that they can sell membership but, it, but, but, but they're making a commission and Sue's getting the the 85% or whatever, and the listed is making the 50%, but there's two portals to, to get it, if you like. And uh, and, and again, the um, the content of the Your Holistic Academy and the videos and the coaching, etc., could all go into a section within the Health Hub Club. That's how I sort of see the work partnership working. Yep, yep. I'm, I'll, I, um, I need to talk to Sue about it, but there, there's so much going on at the moment, it's quite tough. And yeah. I don't know if you know, but I'm also now working with Matt Saltis on the, the Prove It Ketones product, uh, which I find amazing. They're really yeah. good. I lost eight pounds in two weeks, just taking half a sachet a day um, and not really changing much else. You know, I still eat a fairly balanced diet. Still include things like chocolate and a bit of bread, some bread. So it's not, it's not a, a ketogenic diet that I'm following. It's a normal diet, but I'm just taking yeah. the ketones 
to help burn the fat. Yeah, I did. Uh, I put in the, the chat uh, one time that I was interested in finding out some more from Matt on that, but I, I, you must not have seen it in the chat, like no. So yeah, uh, it, it's really good. Um, yeah, because I'm interested in, in not just but the way uh, to get into it. The way to get into it is it is that we sell uh, we sell people are interested about five sachets for forty pounds because it, it it isn't a cheap product to start with. It gets cheaper the more you get into it, the cheaper it gets. Yeah, but actually. I think that's good because if you've put 40 pounds into doing something, you're going to do it. You're going to concentrate on it. You're going to give it some effort. You're going to make sure that it works as well as it's going to work for you. You know, you're not going yeah. to go stupid and go on, a, on, a, on an alcoholic binge in the middle of doing the five sachets sort of thing. No. Because it's going to ruin everything. But um, well, I'm interested in potentially building a team in that as well, Lucy. So I will, I will get around to contacting Matt or if I want to do it through you or whatever. But I think it's a good product to... Um, to build a team around that, you know. Okay, I'll I'll get I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, okie dokie. All right. Um, how are you doing for time? Do you want to carry on, or do you want to stop? Yeah, no, I'm I'm okay. Um, I think actually, you know, we've covered quite a lot of what you do anyway, coaching, and we covered, um, you know, a lot of the LinkedIn and all of that sort of stuff. So what uh, I was going to say, what uh, products or services have you have, have you got at the moment that you're promoting? But I guess you're still working on some of them, are you? I'm still working on them. I know there's. I've always got the, I've always got the, the one-to-one stuff from the core asset, which is basically, I can provide anybody with a free, what we call scientific marketing makeover. So if they provide me with a, a piece of marketing, it could be a web page, it could be a flyer, it could be a newsletter, it could be an email. I will go through it and I'll explain how they can improve it. Okay. Um, and. I'm not trying to sound cocky or, or whatever, super confident there. It is always the case. I can go through my own and improve them as well. It's not, it, oh, it, yeah. it, I, I mentioned, I mentioned all the content. Improved. Everyone can always I, I be mentioned, improved. I mentioned all the different sections you need to get in there. Yeah. And some of them are more obvious than others. I mean, things like not having a call for action. If anybody's not got a call for action, anything they do, yeah. They're stupid. I apologize yeah. for saying stupid, but they are because or busy. What are you doing I like it? to say busy. They're just busy, but it's like um, it's like well, I. Well, I why are you like, doing it if you're not going to get somebody to do something from yeah, it? Yeah, you know? exactly. But they're, they're, they're task orientated, and they're more thinking about getting the task done than actually what the task is trying to achieve. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, like like I uh, I I actually people ask me sometimes check out my website, tell me what's wrong with it. They'll tell me have a look at my SEO, tell me what's wrong with it. I can tell them what's wrong with it now without having a look at it. Because it's the same mistakes. Everyone makes the same mistakes. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the ninety, the 90% of people make exactly the same mistakes. The 10% who don't make the mistakes, they aren't asking you to have a look at their website or have a look at their content because what they're doing works. <laughs> so, so, that, so I know just by the, the, the fact that they're asking you is I know the mistakes they made. And so I say to them, listen, I can, I can consult my crystal ball and I'll tell you what mistakes you've made because I, it's the same mistakes everyone makes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, and it always amazes me when people don't have a call fraction in there. And I've seen, I've, I, I, I've, I don't know if you, I won't mention the names because it could embarrass people, but there was a cleaning company that I, I knew quite well. I knew both the, the, um, the lady and her, her husband in this case, who worked in the cleaning company. And I, I'd have, I, they were chatting to chat and we were saying, oh, maybe I can help. And they're thinking, okay, right now. Um, I do have a book out there, by the way. But you can't buy on Amazon. I only I have all the copies in my in my back office. 
Um, but um, I gave the lady a copy of the book yeah. to look out. And, and so I went to look at her website and there was no call fraction on the website. There were contact details. There's all what, what, what they did. But there was no offer and there was no call fraction. No. So, yeah, well, sometimes you see websites, there's no email address. There's only one of those contact forms. Well, there's no phone number. Yeah. It's like, and that was the other thing I meant to difficult? say. Yeah, making sure you've got the right contacts. I'm actually putting the contacts in twice. I mean, both the, having an email and a phone number is important because um, some people will prefer the phone, some people prefer, prefer the email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate filling in those forms. So, so like sometimes yeah. that's all you've got. That's the only option of getting in touch with you. I've actually like sometimes tried to get hold of somebody because I want to do some business with them right? and not being able to get hold of someone. Put <laughs> their phone number in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, you know, business is hard enough to generate anyway. Why do you want to yeah. put hurdles in the way? No, I've, I've had that as I've had that as well. Um, and I, I don't understand it. They, they insist that you actually send it the, they haven't, you can make contact through their email so they can, I think they can screen people or whatever. They don't give any, any confidential information away or whatever. I don't know. I'm not sure what it is, but it, it is crazy. Yeah. And I know it's just, um, yeah, people, sometimes they're busy. And so they're like, oh, well, I don't want to take any calls, but it's like, well, why would you not want to take customer calls business though, you know, because ultimately everyone's in business to make money and to get customers and stuff like, you know, because of my background with the trading business, I, I was used to be involved in, and I, I don't do any trading at the moment. I did for a while. I often get calls from people who want to get, send me trading stuff. Um, I just say, no, thank you, and put the phone down. So, you know, the, you know, you, if you get a call you don't want, you say, no, thank you, and put the phone down. It's, it's dead yeah, easy. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think because we live in a very commercial world and it's very competitive and there's a lot of phone calls and stuff, people people do you know, worry that they're going to get contacted too much. But like you say, it's, all you've got to do is learn how to say no. It's not, it's not difficult. And I quite like taking sales calls as well. A lot of people don't. But everyone who contacts me is an opportunity for someone you can sell to. So you know, rather than case, have to go yeah. and find customers, rather they're, they're finding you. In your case, that's right. Yeah. The, <laughs> and the other thing I often do is I often assess their techniques in selling as well. Yeah, I do that as well. I'll actually give free advice a lot of the time, especially if they're in India as well, because they just got a shocking approach. They're just not very yes. good to people from India. They they're just so far behind the the curve with experience and technique as what you're used to in the UK. Yeah. So I'm always giving them advice. Like you know, in fact, it's a market I'm trying to break into. I want to get India. into India and teach them how to sell properly. Have you got any contacts out there? I, I, I'm just starting to create a few now because I get a few people on my podcast and stuff, but I'm, not, I'm looking for more. I'm looking to, to break into that sector somehow to potentially coach sales and marketing um, via Zoom, but also get out there and, and, and do some you know, seminars or whatever, do, do, do something. I'm, I'm just trying to work my way into that sector and understand it a bit. So if yeah. you know any, anyone or any, anywhere um, that can help me, then that'd be great. I have one contact who I haven't seen for ages. Um, 18 years no 17 16 years something like that um i'll see, and he's my contact on linkedin i'll i'll see if he's interested in in doing something uh, yeah. i'll message him on linkedin i'll i'm sure i've got his phone number but anyway, it might be on linkedin but yeah i'll, I'll do that because yeah, i get contacted constantly right because i got five websites i get contacted constantly by people selling me seo and digital marketing services and every one of them sells exactly the same way 
which is badly. They basically just oh. tell you that they do five things and that's it. And they contact you constantly. And then they like, they send you an email and then they barrage you like, oh, I haven't heard a response. And I'm like, well, it's because you're like one of a billion people have sent me the same email. I can't reply to them all. You know what I mean? Send me something different and I might look at it. One of the other things you should not do on LinkedIn, never do, is ask to connect. And the first message after you've connected is... Yeah, sell. Sell. Yeah. I always... I actually... I actually unliked or yeah well not, not just, it is not called unliked in linkedin disconnected i disconnected with somebody on linkedin because they did that but more than they did that the 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 the, the message they sent meant they obviously hadn't read my profile yeah that annoys <laughs> me when they don't read they don't even read your profile it's just black saying, play by numbers. who in your who in your company is the best person to talk about this i said me <laughs> and the you guy don't with understand the, that this, I'm the guy who's the, the, the name of the company is me, like, you know what I mean? You should at least know that, like, you know. If you've read the profile, you'll know, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I just disconnected with him. I always say to those people who come in straight with a cell, I say, what, um, no drinks and, and a date first? <laughs> <laughs> then another funny one was somebody was, was asked me to connect, and the name was Distinctive Domains. Yeah. <laughs> I said, dear distinctive, or is it Mr. Domains? <laughs> hey, tell you what I'd like on, on, on that sort of thing, right? Yeah. You know, like when people have got a name, but then they give you the domain name and it says something different. <laughs> yeah. So there yeah. was a well known one, which was Susan Boyle's album launch party or so, something. And it, yeah. it, it said something like the domain name was uh, Susan Boyle Anal Bum Party. <laughs> I seen one the other day. Uh, there was something similar on the other day. It's like it's like you know because your your brain's picking up words. Sometimes there's other words in the domain, and you, you may be better off changing the words slightly because people are getting a completely different impression of the website. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> the way it's written, it isn't can be mis misinterpreted. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I seen one the other day, which I laughed at, and I thought oh, they're, they're obviously not aware of this. Like you know, they just not seen it. You know, but. Uh, Yes, yeah, funny. Uh, those things are definitely things you should uh, try to avoid. I think. But, you know, get some. Uh, get some of the proofread it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to leave you to it because I got something else I got to do, as you know. So um, yeah. I'm just going to say thank you very much for coming on the podcast thank and you, sharing the information. And uh, how do people get in touch with you, David, if they want to get in touch with you? Um, on LinkedIn. Well, my email address is david at eastkenin.com. Eastkenin is spelled I S C E double N E N and um, that's probably the best way. Yeah. Okay. I, I, um, I, my phone number is 07983500848. Yeah. Okay. Or they can find you on David uh, L Davis on uh, LinkedIn. And just David L Davis. Business just don't pitch you straight away. Just, just, you know, get to know you a bit. Don't forget the business growth expert bit. <laughs> yeah. On LinkedIn. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. All right, then. Uh, all right. Good to Have a good day, David. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye, -bye. Bye now. There's nothing else left for me to say other than have a great day. I know I will. And thanks very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you in conjunction with Startup and SME Web Design Business 333 Websites, which are available at www.333websites.co.uk 
and Mike Armstrong's coaching, which is available at uh, mikearmstrong.me forward slash coaching. Um, there's nothing else left for me to say now other than have a great day. I know I, I will. And don't forget, you can do it. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye.